Chapter Twenty Four of Making Fate by Pansy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Twenty Four: Sentimentalism and Fanaticism. As Marjorie had expected, very early in the week which followed that eventful Sabbath came Estelle Douglas with her confidences. Oh, Marjorie! She began as soon as they were left alone together i have something to tell you a secret for nobody but you as yet and it is about something so wonderful to have happened to me then had followed in detail the story which marjorie had been sure she would hear a story so glorified by being drawn through the channel of estelle's heart that ralph himself would not have recognized it the commonplace words which had been spoken as it will be remembered he had admitted to himself on the impulse of the moment had sounded to estelle's eager ears like the most passionate appeal in full belief in her honesty she was so translating it to marjorie and i was so astonished she said oh you cannot imagine what a surprise it was you see it all came upon me so suddenly why i have been for years in the habit of supposing that you and ralph were if not formally engaged at least so sure of each other that you did not think of anybody else though ralph and i have always been good friends you know and i could not help noticing that of late he has taken the trouble to seek me out more than he used to i didn't understand it and was anxious and troubled actually marjorie i was anxious about you some of the time but when ralph explained to me that that was all the merest nonsense and that you and he had never been anything to each other but real good friends nor had thought of any other relation in your lives why it made everything look entirely different marjorie you who know him so well must be ready to congratulate me i am sure isn't it strange that after being brought up in the same town as we have been going to school together and all that sort of thing and you and ralph being so exceedingly intimate all these years that all of a sudden one may say he decided that i must be his special friend for life still it is not so surprising after all when one thinks of it people rarely marry those with whom they were intimate in childhood and early boyhood extremely intimate i mean but i certainly was very much deceived and i think other people have been why marjorie almost everybody thought you were engaged to ralph bramlett if you had cared dear i never could have listened to him of course i don't know what i should have done but i am so glad to know that it has all turned out just right in every way she was very sincere her heart was full of love and desire for all humankind she had not the slightest wish to hurt marjorie why should she have she was sincerely and heartily glad over her supposed discovery that there had been always an understanding of friendship between ralph and her schoolgirl friend and that marjorie was at least on the verge of a very satisfactory settlement of her own future she was a girl of a vivid imagination in some directions and had been given all her life to the habit of doing much planning ahead during the short time since there had been what she called an understanding between ralph and herself she had indulged in her favorite habit one query was whether she and marjorie were not sufficiently intimate friends to plan their marriages for the same day 
the ceremonies could be performed in the church thus giving their very large circle of acquaintances opportunity to be present it would be peculiarly appropriate too she thought since ralph and marjorie were such old and very intimate friends to unite their forces would give each the opportunity to make a better display than either could do alone yes she said display in connection with it she would not have been estelle douglas if she had not one does not plan to be married but once in a lifetime she told herself why shouldn't one have everything as grand as possible marjorie and i would look well together we are sufficiently unlike to set off each other's appearance of course it would not do to talk about it yet she must wait for marjorie's confidence and even then she must suggest it to ralph before talking it over with marjorie because she admitted to her secret self he was inclined to have a mind of his own and it might occur to him to dislike the entire plan she must wait besides of course she could not speak of the details of marriage until ralph had hinted that there was such an event in expectation with these thoughts in mind though she would not for the world have allowed them to appear on the surface estelle closed her confidence by asking what she meant to be a very pointed question and now marjorie dear i have chosen you you see for my most confidential friend told you every little particular almost and i haven't told anybody else outside of our own family ralph says he has a horror of people gossiping about our affairs and i certainly agree with him but you are different from other people i told him that i would like to tell you all about it and he agreed that that was a very different matter from talking to people in general why you and he are almost like brother and sister aren't you what a disagreeable sister he has by the way i never could endure hannah bramlett but what i was going to ask you dear was haven't you a story to tell me we ought to be very intimate friends now you and i i am sure you must have something nice to tell me in return yes said marjorie a grave sweetness in tone and manner i have i thought when i saw you coming to-day that i would like to tell you my story and i have a special desire to do so after hearing yours something very wonderful has come to me estelle after living in indifference toward him all these years i have suddenly learned the value of a friend who has been calling after me asking my trust and my allegiance he has been very patient with neglect and almost insult on my part and has waited for me at last i have listened to his call and given myself to him i belong to the lord jesus christ estelle for ever said estelle dear me do you mean that you have made up your mind to join the church what a queer way you have of telling it you don't do anything like anybody else marjorie do you the slow color mounted in marjorie's face was there any use in coming to estelle douglas with confidences like these still she tried as i said estelle i have a special desire to talk with you about this now i realize how much more you and ralph can be to each other because you both belong to christ how very very glad you must have been to have seen him take the stand which he did last sunday estelle regarded her with curious wondering eyes this was so unlike the story which she had expected to hear 
yes she said after a moment of course i was glad it was very nice of him to join the church how splendid he looked didn't he i heard ever so many speak of it i have always thought him fine-looking but i never saw him look so well as he did last sunday that is the most becoming suit of clothes he ever had and i think it was nice in him to wear it then for the first time it showed such respect for the service you know oh i was delighted you may be sure but awfully surprised i didn't know a thing about it until i heard his name announced from the pulpit glyde came home from somewhere the night before with a story to the effect that he was going to be received the next day but i laughed at it i said people were always talking about ralph and that that was the last idea they had gotten up i thought of course he would have mentioned it or that i should have heard of it in some way if there had been any foundation for the report wasn't it queer in him to keep it so private even from me did you know anything about it beforehand marjorie no said marjorie glad for estelle's sake that she could answer promptly in the negative but dismayed to think that these two were beginning their life together in this way how extraordinary that ralph should not want to talk it all over with the one whom he had chosen explaining to her the wonderful revelation which he must have had and the solemn conclusions which he must have reached about many things it was not like ralph to be so reticent i tell you everything he had said to her not six months before a plan is only half formed in my mind before i have to rush off to you with the story of it she had rejoiced in his confidences she was not like estelle given to making or receiving them she had felt that she was ralph's only confidential friend but now that he had changed everything of course that entire oneness of feeling which had seemed to be between him and herself ought to be a mark of this new relation which he had formed actually she began to be anxious for them no not for them for him she wanted him to begin entirely right and to be entirely happy her love for him had by no means turned to bitterness she must name it friendship hereafter but it was honest earnest friendship every good gift that earth had to bestow she claimed for him she believed in him as thoroughly as ever girl believed in man he had done wrong she felt in not trusting her in not being sure that she would be his friend and helper though she was to have nothing more but that was because she had not shown him plainly enough her better nature so that he could dare to trust it if she had seemed selfish and exacting to him he could not help that she wanted all womanly graces for estelle because she was his promised wife she wanted to love her help her she yearned over her almost as a mother might over a child suddenly estelle who was two years older than herself seemed young and ignorant of the world compared with herself perhaps he wanted to give you a beautiful surprise she said speaking a part of her thought aloud estelle i am glad for you that ralph has settled the question of all questions you will be able to help each other in a truer sense than you could have done without this and to help other people there is so much to be done in the world it seems strange that i never realized it before i don't think ralph will be a half-hearted christian 
i look for him to be a power in the church for both of you to have great influence she added this last part of the sentence hastily what good times you and he can have reading and studying the bible together and praying and planning your work for christ together there was an exalted light in her eyes as she spoke and no tremble of her lips she had not for nothing spent half the night praying over this entire matter estelle she added earnestly begin right don't make the mistake of putting ralph first that is natural for us women we have to watch it put christ first and live a strong life for him it is in that way that you can best help your husband my religion means so much to me i have known this powerful friend of mine but a few days and yet it seems as though he had accomplished great things for me already excuse me if i seem to be giving advice i am inclined to forget that other people know him much better than i do estelle laughed a little in a half embarrassed way you are an enthusiast she said you remind me of glyde she has gotten some new and queer ideas since she went to new york by the way the child had a talk with ralph don't you think the idea and i had never dared to open my lips to him on the subject i must ask him now just what she said it was before we were engaged why marjorie of course we will live as christian people ought to when we live together that is a time away in the distance i presume we have not begun to plan for it but i do not think that i was ever intended to be well to get into a fever of enthusiasm about matters of this kind i'm a plain practical person i believe in doing church work of course and in being identified with all its interests in a reasonable way if i had any money to give i should like to give it through the church i always thought that would be great fun ralph will have to do that part i shouldn't wonder if he would be a rich man one of these days marjorie despite his anxiety to study law he is developing into quite a business man father heard that young mr snyder say that he was the best bookkeeper they ever had and that they meant to hold on to him and make it worth his while to stay with them nothing could make it worth his while said marjorie with a sudden flash of indignation which was more like her old self than anything estelle had seen that morning i do not believe he will remain there i do not see how any motives which have to do with money-making or mere business advantages can have weight with him now he owes it to his position as a christian to throw his entire influence on the side of right and while he is engaged in helping to manage such a business as the snyders he cannot do this oh well said estelle rather coldly people have different ways of looking at these things i never saw anything very wrong about his being bookkeeper in an establishment he has nothing whatever to do with the business if he were offered a partnership that might be another matter but as it is that is being sentimental marjorie ralph isn't sentimental i wonder you and he got along together so long as you did for you are very much so i think ralph has a splendid streak of real good common sense and that he showed it when he refused to stay around home and wait for an opportunity to his mind but went right to work in the first place that opened for him 
he has done some very nice things for his mother since he began to get a regular salary i don't know how they would have gotten along now that she is sick without his help there are worse things in the world than a fifteen hundred dollar salary and i should think none the worse for ralph for looking twice at it before he decided to give it up for a mere sentiment still there is no use in our discussing it ralph has a mind of his own and will do as he likes you made that discovery some time ago didn't you on the whole the talk closed most unsatisfactorily estelle went home feeling annoyed over what she chose to consider a criticism of ralph all the more sensitive be it confessed because her father had expressed himself frankly as disapproving of a distillery clerk for a son-in-law as for marjorie there was a sinking feeling at her heart that estelle was not calculated in the truest sense of the word to be a help to ralph bramlett there was also a dreary fear that she would not be able to help either of them in the ways in which she had tried to plan in point of fact she had little opportunity to try to help them the intimacy which both girls had sincerely intended to cultivate did not make progress marjorie took an early opportunity to return estelle's call and was quite as friendly and social as she knew how to be but already there had come to estelle a mysterious change she said nothing about their being confidential friends or of marjorie being like a sister to ralph she talked much about that young man it is true speaking of him always with a certain air of appropriation which would have been amusing if marjorie had felt like being amused but at the same time with a certain reticence as regarded his affairs which was as new as it was mysterious neither would she allow herself to be approached in the slightest degree upon the religious side of her nature you were not at prayer meeting last evening began marjorie by way of trying to introduce the thoughts which were uppermost in her mind no ralph had a headache and was nearly tired to death i told him i did not think it was his duty to attend the prayer meeting while he was kept at business as late as he was last night there is something besides prayer meetings to be thought of in this world i just squarely coaxed him to stay with me instead she said this with a little defiant toss of her head as though she expected marjorie to disagree with her and would rather enjoy having her do so he spoke of prayer meeting and said perhaps we ought to go and i said perhaps we ought not to do any such thing that i had been a member of the church a good deal longer than he had and ought to be the better judge i don't believe you can make either of us into fanatics marjorie with a little unmusical laugh i told ralph something of what you said the other day what do you suppose was his reply he said you were the sort of material of which they used to make martyrs in the times when martyrs were fashionable but he and i are not we are real flesh-and-blood beings glide now is developing into a regular fanatic she will be a disciple after your own heart last night there was a little gathering at the gardener's new people you know and very choice harmon gardner seems really to have taken quite a fancy to glide she was invited last night only a dozen or twenty young people were honored even fanny and i were not invited no one but glide and harmon gardner wanted to call for her and take her there 
do you believe the child would not go simply because it was prayer meeting night mother told her she thought she might be excused under such special circumstances she hasn't been going out much you know and this was a choice opportunity even ralph tried to influence her he told her she was standing in her own light and that she must allow her judgment to come in and help settle some matters it was all of no sort of use she was just as firm as any little martyr you ever heard of not a step would she go and she told harmon gardner the reason he called early in the evening to see if he might come for her at the proper time and she got it off to him just as though it was an excuse that he could appreciate it was the regular prayer-meeting evening in her church and she had resolved not to let anything but necessity interfere with her going i am very sorry i heard him say in a disappointed tone i wish this were a necessity he acted as though he did not care whether the other guests came or not i was provoked with glide ralph says harmon gardner is a very superior young man but that is what happens to people when they get fanatical marjorie they take leave of their common sense i shall have to confess that i'm glad ralph isn't of that sort by the way that reminds me of his sister you wouldn't have picked her out for a religious fanatic would you notwithstanding the fact that she looks as though she had been a martyr all her days but she has taken up a new role very lately nobody knows what has started her she wants to go out to the mission on sunday afternoons wants ralph to drive her there and wait while she picks up somebody to teach the idea the only day of rest that he has he told her it was out of the question for him to spend his sabbath time in that way and that if she got there she must walk she was quite wrought up about it he says she has gotten an idea that she ought to be doing somebody some good suppose you go and call upon her marjorie perhaps you will find her just to your mind End of section twenty four